So in Israel, they're pushing settlements. Uh, I, I, I believe they're called homes. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. On Facebook, Tony Katz Radio, still there. The podcast at rumble.com, everything at Tony Katz, K-A-T-Z, TonyKatz.com. Israeli authorities going to build an additional 780 homes in the West Bank. There's a group that's opposed to settlements. They're called Peace Now, like they really want a peace. Uh, how dare you be building homes inside the West Bank? Why? It's Israel. I have no quarter on this. They're, they're, you can't get me to think, uh, you know, to, to, to move. It's Israel. It belongs to them. They can build where they choose. It's Israel's land. It's Israel's land historically. It belongs to Israel. Stop it. There is no two-state solution that can exist while there is still terrorists that run Hamas. Well, I'm sorry, terrorists that run uh, the Palestinians, Hamas being that organization. While there's still Hezbollah, while there's still the Mullahs, the hardliners, the clerics, and the Ayatollah running around. Build all the homes and apartments you can. Also, a couple good restaurants. It's always nice to have a place to go eat. I'm a huge fan of it. We've been discussing the insanity of the hypocrisy that we've been seeing. And we've been discussing the absolute rabidness on the attacks on people like Parler for spreading hate. And misinformation. Parler put out a statement, parler.com. It says, hello, world, is this thing on? And then it's a statement from the CEO. Now seems like the right time to remind you all, both lovers and haters, why we started this platform. We believe privacy is paramount and free speech essential, especially on social media. And that's what Parler is. It's a social media app meant to compete with Twitter and the rest of them. That's what it is. Our aim, he writes, has always been to provide a nonpartisan public square where individuals can enjoy and exercise their rights to both, meaning um, uh, free speech and privacy. We will resolve any challenge before us and plan to welcome all of you back soon. We will not let civil discourse perish. So that's from uh, John Matz. Was it Matzy? Uh, he is uh, the CEO of Parler. Parler should not have been taken down. And I'm with uh, Representative Devin Nunez on the very concept of racketeering. Parler, Apple, Google Play, all, uh, not Parler, Amazon, Apple, Google Play, all working together to take down Parler. I think racketeering is an absolutely fantastic way to look at this. I mean, really and truly. But there are others who say, you know, getting rid of Parler is not enough. Getting rid of Parler is only the first step. Because it's not that we should be blaming Parler. And it's not that we should be blaming Facebook as they were doing there um, on MSNBC. I mean, this... This was Morning Joe on MSNBC, Joe Scarborough and Mika Brzezinski. Would not have happened. Shame on you. But for Twitter. Yeah. But for Facebook. Well, and you look at it amazing, and we're going to talk about it a little later on today. The New York Times had a story yesterday talking about people were tweeting about health 
uh, and and tweeting about mindfulness and tweeting about I don't know flowers and music, uh, and then they stumbled onto some of these conspiracy theories, and because Facebook's algorithms were set up to cause this sort of radicalism to explode, guess what happened? Their likes exploded. The people following them exploded. So, so you actually had Facebook and Twitter set up their business models in a way that would lead to the insurrection Brand against the United States of America. It is on them. But Joe, it's also uh, the cable outlets, Fox, Fox Business, the new ones. Uh... Leave it right there for a moment because that's the story. It's not just on Facebook and Twitter and Parler. It's on Newsmax. Newsmax? How does how do they even play into this? This was CNN with Jake Tapper, a guy by the name of Alex Stamos. Listen was the abuse of social media by the Islamic State. Um, and there was a, a collaboration between the tech companies and between the tech companies and law enforcement to make it impossible for them to use the internet to recruit and radicalize young, mostly young Muslim men at the time around the world. Now we're talking about domestic audience in the United States. And the challenge is going to be partially that you know, ISIS did not have a domestic constituency in the United States Congress. But there is over half of the Republicans in Congress voted to overturn the election um, and there will be a continual political pressure on the, yeah. the companies to not take it seriously so i think first do you just compare republicans to isis yeah yes yeah, yes he did that's how you know you dismiss a guest by the way he's not on with jake tapper he's on with brian stelter brian stelter is very impressed by everything he has to say and every now and then you'll hear brian stelter go hmm Right? Oh, yes. Mm, yes, what you're saying is very interesting to me. Clearly, you have put much thought into this. You are wise beyond your years. Mm, yes. Let it continue. I think first, you have to focus on those violent extremists, and those companies have to be brave in that way. And second, we have to turn down the capability of these conservative influencers to reach these huge audiences. There are, are people on YouTube, for example, that have a larger, daytime, a larger audience than daytime CNN, and they are extremely radical and pushing extremely uh, radical views. And so it's up to the Facebooks and YouTubes in particular to think about whether or not they want to be effectively cable networks for disinformation. And then we're going to have to figure out the OANN and Newsmax problem you know that these companies have freedom of speech but i'm not sure we need verizon at&t comcast and such to be bringing them into tens of millions of homes um I, this is you know allowing people to seek out information if they really want to but not pushing it into their faces i think is where we're gonna have to go here this is the call for banning speech that's what it is any journalist who isn't opposed to what they just heard isn't a journalist and does not have to be given the respect of a journalist at all or in any way they're unserious people newsmax is the problem oh you mean that they're picking up steam that there might be competition for fox which is good for fox and good for the rest of us competition is a good thing now they have to go well, this is getting echoed. Oliver Darcy, 
who uh, is with CNN, and his whole job is to hate on Fox and to put an end to any competition to CNN. Following up on this, it says, just a reminder that neither Verizon, AT&T, nor Comcast have answered any questions about why they beam channels like OAN and Newsmax into millions of homes. Do they have any second thoughts about distributing these channels given their election denialism content? They won't say. These people are a mob. They might as well have tiki torches and be screaming witch. These people are a mob and don't believe in free speech and in free minds. If you didn't scream Biden won on election day because you want to see where some of the challenges went, that's not election denialism. As a matter of fact, I was on the air. I was on with John Bachman. Right, I, I I often do his show, and I, I weekly I do his show, and weekly I'm on with, with Bob Sellers and Heather Heather Childress, uh, there at at in in the in the early evening, late afternoon, whatever you want to call it, and John Bachman is discussing the fact that we've had a lot of people upset with us because we've called the race for Joe Biden because he has and has been confirmed by the states been able to cross the threshold of enough electoral votes. We waited for the challenges to happen. The challenges did not provide anything fruitful for President Trump. These are my words, I'm paraphrasing. And so therefore we made the right call. We get that people are bothered by this, but we're not gonna stop being a news organization. I was on the air with him when he said the words. It was in the middle of of one of our uh, blocks that, that we were on. That's election denialism? Hey, we're going to wait until they finish the challenges in Arizona before we call Arizona. That seems rational to me. That they didn't do it the way CNN did it? It's, it's denialism? It's a mob. The same mob that went after the Capitals, the same mob going after those people who might have a different point of view, and they will be going directly after radio. It is a mob. Oliver Darcy is a mobster. But no, 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 not, not in, the, in, the, in the real mobster way. That's an insult to mobsters. Like Oliver Darcy could ever actually shake somebody down physically. <laughs> no, he does it this way. In a cheap suit. Remarkably weak. But trying to put the pressure on cable companies to not carry channels that did nothing wrong. They don't believe in a different point of view. And they call it the Newsmax problem. First of all, exactly how much paid uh, earned media is that for Newsmax, right? That's a good day. They don't believe in free speech. They don't believe in your ability to speak out. They don't believe you should be able to have your own point of view regardless of what it is. You can have their point of view or you can have nothing. It was Henry Ford. You can have a car in any color you want as long as it's black. That's who those people are. And that's why we are very unfortunately in a real fight. I'm Tony Katz.